0: Hello, my name is Gary Mansfield, and this is a bonus episode of the Ministry of Arts podcast. Now, as ever, let's begin by banging these bongos.
2: Yeah,
1: right.
0: Crazy. Hello and welcome to bonus episode number 31. Today I'm speaking once again to a very good friend of the podcast, Ben Oakley, of the Ben Oakley Gallery in Greenwich Market. Ben was one of the very first we had on the podcast telling us how we founded the gallery. For several reasons, which Ben will speak about in this episode, the Ben Oakley Gallery has moved site, although still in Greenwich Market. So Ben tells us about this new phase of the uh, of the bog or the Ben Oakley Gallery, about its soft opening with a group show of previous artists, and more importantly, the first solo show of its program, which happens to be with another friend of the podcast, Duncan McAfee, who appeared on episode 176. So what we have here today is the first. I think it's 12 or 13 minutes I'm speaking to Ben about the gallery and then straight after that I'll be speaking to Duncan about the work he's got going into that exhibition and what is in the world of Duncan McAfee in the immediate future. So please, come with me as I spoke to Ben Oakley, founder and namesake of the Ben Oakley Gallery, shortly followed by Duncan McAfee. Okay, so this morning I'm with Ben Oakley from the Ben Oakley Gallery. you Ben. Good morning. How are you, sir? You good this fine spring day?
2: Yeah, it's a nice bright blue sky, so uh, let's hopefully it will continue. And it's uh, it's
0: nice to see you above ground level. <laughs> we're, we're here today, we're, we're speaking about the Ben Oakley Gallery. that's just shifted or it's reopened or had a, a bit of new life pushed into it. Just tell us a little bit more about that, Ben.
2: Well, after sort of 12 years in the... Old bog, as we called it. Um, we still are the bog, Ben Oakley Gallery, but uh, being there for 12 years, the last sort of couple of years were slightly uncertain because the landlord wouldn't be new our lease, basically. So yeah. we we're always on this rolling lease, even though they told us it was the same as our, our lease. So there's nothing to worry about until they bought in their new sort of uh, management company. So we should
0: say it's Greenwich Market. Um,
2: yeah. So basically the line is it's Ministry of Defence and then it goes Greenwich Hospital Trust which is a yeah, yeah. charity from that charity then you have the management company who look after all the buildings which is so much in Greenwich. Yeah. So Knight Frank are bought in to get as much money as they can for Greenwich Hospital that's their job. Yeah. It was very nerving the last sort of couple of years and I, you know you just can't sell as a business and and project and and push forward. And a lot of our business is done six months in advance. Well, it's a shame, because oh, right.
0: I'm not just saying it because you're here, but it was possibly the friendliest gallery that I've known of, that's for sure.
2: Well, that's, that's that's really nice. It just brought a big smile to my face because not having any real training in this field, apart from working in the creative industry for all my life, you know, from film to mosaics, furniture design, interior design, I think, I- came into the business knowing what it was like when you were knocking on doors yeah myself and you know you're coming up against someone you haven't seen them you're cold it's cold and you're like rejected which is part of the artist's sort of uh, acceptance that's what you're going to have to put up with but I just wanted to make it a little bit more interesting as in giving people a chance that didn't have a chance you know and um not all of them some of them were just very successful and I think that's what happened with us we First of all, our rule of thumb was, whatever art we take in the gallery, we'd have in our house at home. So that yeah. way, we can genuinely talk about the artist and the artworks with a passion, rather than the, rather than it being just a product on the yeah. shelf. Yeah. Because they've got a million followers here, and you know, the, it was just stuff that we liked. And then I'm saying we because obviously I have to get it past Mrs. Owens to bring it in the house. <laughs> but um, that, that's how it is, and that's why it becomes a genuine place, I think.
0: And I'm, I'm well aware that just before lockdown, it's when they started sort of moving and adjusting things financially and breathing down your neck as they were with everyone else. And then you made it through um, lockdown and COVID and then it sort of come to a head just several months ago and you finally had to shut the door from one bog and open a new bog door. Tell us about the move, Ben. Mm. Well...
2: It was very frustrating because um, it was really coming to an end because I was thinking, right, I'm going to just try and find somewhere else. And I had been looking elsewhere anyway. You know, I'd already been in talks with Ulf, who is the, uh, the barber, Mork's barber, about a year beforehand. We were trying to look for an ideal place where he could set up on one side, you know, like a double-sided fronted building yeah, yeah. with a door in the middle. He can have the chairs on one side and I'll have a bit of art behind him. And I'll have the gallery on the right. And this is something we're all, you know, we've been talking about. Lots of companies are going to be have to sort of box clever in future because the rents and rates are getting so expensive. So yeah. let's just split it.
0: You already get calves that of a yeah. daytime, they're a, a, a builder's calf, if you like. Of a nighttime, they might be a, a Korean restaurant. restaurant. Yeah.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: It's a brilliant way. You know, you're cutting down 50% of some of your costumes.
2: Exactly. And, you know, it's one of the things I worked out as well. It was absolutely dead in there in that market from Monday to Wednesday. Yeah. I never used to go in. I didn't open. It wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth putting a manager or someone in there because no one came in. You were yeah. lucky to sell something during the week. It was unfortunately a bit like that. So I, and I worked it out, hold on a sec, if I don't go into work three days a week, so you add that up, it's about three months a year where you're shut. Yeah. So... That is exactly what those cafes and tire restaurants and all the rest of it are doing. Because yeah. it's shut, doesn't mean that you can't operate out of there. I mean, you've got to make it work for each other. So anyway, this this all happened and, you know, I said to Wolf, oh, look, I'm going to leave. He said, look, I've got this uh, basement. Let's see if we can do
0: something with that. You're, you're in one passageway at the end of Greenwich Market and Mark yeah. it's just pretty much in the, the very next passageway, isn't he? Maybe 15, 20 yards from, from yeah. your old door?
2: I think it's about 72 feet away.
0: He's invited you in to take over the basement, and the basement isn't just a small little area, the space of the shop, is it? No, it's sort of really nice
2: barrelled ceiling with uh, Napoleonic flagstones. It's really ancient old sort of basement, yeah, yeah. and uh, he's expanding into that as well. You know, we've got all sorts of ideas for those further sort of rooms and stuff. Yeah, so basically, uh, he said, well, look, have all the walls around the barbers. He's got customers sitting there in chairs. It creates another dynamic within the, his business. And um, I get his part of his business, so yeah. it's a good team-up. Yeah. So when did phase two of the Ben Oakley Gallery open? Well, we, had, we sort of did a like, soft launch through January. Obviously, we had a, I had this idea, right, I'll do a group show. And I'll tie it in with the barbers, so I called it Close Shave, and I asked about 35, 40 artists to respond to that. And basically, you know, I've done this for the last 10 years or more, I give a title out, all the artists ignore me, and we have a show. (laughs) as, As long as we're all doing something, and it really doesn't bother me at all. Some come in and they are as literal as can be, and others are the opposite end of the scale, but that's the work they have ready, available, on and whatever, and it's just a big family. I think of artists who who enjoy it. I, I, I assume they enjoy it because they've been coming back for a
0: while. <laughs> but he's working, isn't it? That's for sure. And you've yeah. got your first um, solo show going in there at the near the end of April, twenty first.
2: Yes, right, twenty first on the Friday, and uh, I, I have to thank you for that as well, introducing Good. me to Duncan McAfee. And um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. It's uh, it's been a nice sort of um, ergonomic sort of relationship, him coming to a show and seeing the buzz of the old place and then keeping in contact. And, you know, that's what I think artists have to do, just keep in contact, keep in front, especially with me, keep in front of you. Yeah. And then things sort of happen, notorious for the uh, forgetting <laughs> yeah. things. But then that, that sort of ties in with the show title of this one, which is called The Ebbing Curve of Forgetfulness which was um, a phrase I learned through a guy called John Higgs. I don't know if you remember when we did Monster with Giles Walker. We had John Higgs as a public speaker on one of the boats uh, for the launch. And um, he wrote a book on the KLF. And then I subsequently reading a book called Stranger Than We Imagined by him, Making Sense of the 20th Century. And uh, within that, it sort of went on about Marcel Duchamp and the urinal that R.J. Mutt came up with and then he didn't actually come up with that idea and this this ebbing curve of forgetfulness is about information that over time you either put yourself in the forefront as if it was you like he did there and i'm talking to duncan about this i thought that was almost like his work the way he creates work and cuts it into different sections repositions it paints over the top so you can never really remember what the first one was but there's still a resemblance I really enjoy that, uh, his, his practice, and I think uh, it's going to be a wicked show.
0: Well, Duncan was on the Ministry of Arts episode 176. Wow. Um, I, like you, saw his work. Uh, it draws you in, it's captivating, it's fun, it's serious, um, and I knew that, well, I said to him, go down to, to hmm. Ben, you know, tell him I sort of more or less sent you down there, and um, yeah. Yeah, say hi, because I, I knew it would work. He's, he's a sort of urban artist, he's a fine artist, he's a cartoonist, he's, a, he's an everything, yeah. isn't he? Well,
2: definitely. I mean, his influence, is, if you look at it, is Picasso, Bacon-esque, it's pop art, it's expressionism, it's abstract. And that's the good thing about it. There's something for everyone in those. And um, yeah, he's been de- deconstructing those paintings. I just liked what he was doing. And um, that's, that's one of the uh, prerequisites. You've got to like the artist. You've got to like the art. Yeah. I'm not going to take someone I don't like in the gallery because I, I did that at the very beginning. It has to be genuine and that's, hopefully that's why you said it's a, friend, a friendly ex- uh, gallery because um, it's a genuine gallery. Yeah, yeah. cool. And um, then obviously you, you've got to, you know mention, you know, Marcus Harvey and that Terps Banana off-site programme which he's in, involved with Yeah, and Marcus is a, a friend of the gallery and, you know, through Ray Richardson and Uh, You know, he's going to have a show later on in the year. So yeah, um, I just love all these connections. You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know? Yeah, brilliant. There's just loads to be learned, society sort of wise as well about it, about how forgiving and accepting our world is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, it's it's a nice environment to be in.
0: Now you've told about the Ben Oakley Gallery shifting slightly within Greenwich Market. I'll speak to Duncan um sometime soon about what he's putting into the exhibition on the 21st. We'll paste them both together and um yeah. put it out a, a few days before.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be a really good show. I've already hung it in my head. So I know I know the paintings that he's yeah. putting in. Yeah, already. He's working away like a, a beaver, getting it ready. <laughs> good lad, good lad. And uh, so, yeah, I'm really getting excited. It's nice to have a new artist, and that's, I think, if nothing else, this sort of move from the old bog one to bog two, it does kick you up the arse a bit, and um, that's a good thing, really, because I think for the last two years at the old gallery, I'm thinking, is this groove in this chair getting a bit deep? Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, uh,
0: yeah, I know what you mean.
2: And and then with the force move. All of a sudden, I'm going to be doing stuff, you know, lots of different ventures out, off-site as well, yeah. which is interesting, you know. So um, I'm looking forward to those as well. Good.
0: So Ben Oakley Gallery number two has opened. It's on its way. You've had your group show. You've got Duncan McAfee on the 21st of April. Um, have you got any more in your calendar lined up for the rest of the year?
2: So we have. After Duncan, is uh, Matteo Giantini, who's okay. an Italian Dardarist who we've shown before. and He's phenomenal. I love his stuff. Then followed by David Bray, which will be a drawing show, stuff that no, not one, no one's ever really seen. Brilliant. And we know how talented David is.
0: He's one of and, my favourites.
2: Oh, me too. It's a dangerous person, to artists, to fall in love with work-wise because you end up just <laughs> with empty pockets. Yeah, and then obviously Ray Richardson has a drawing show at the end of the year. But we've got a nice little thing up like a set of um, a show called Three Cities coming up, uh, which will be Manchester, Birmingham and London. And uh, oh, nice. that's, the, that's the working title. And that's me, Dave and Ray. And it's three artists from Manchester, three from Birmingham. And we're gonna be doing a show in the White Hotel and then the Digbeth Art space and Back at the Bog uh, at some stage. So that's that's something really interesting to look out for. Oh, cool. And uh, yeah, so there's, there's lots of things that have happened. And I think, as I say, it's kicked up the ass to do it. We're doing a drink and draw thing, which is life drawing with, with wine. Nice. A, which is good fun. Yeah, I'm excited about sort of uh, bringing in the new artists. I'm meeting new artists like Colin Barnes and Francis Plowden. And good on you. Yeah.
0: Right <laughs> then, mate. Well, that's about all of my questions asked. And all well, the you. very best for the 21st. Well,
2: thanks very much, and I'll um, we'll see you soon. Cheers, Gary. Ta-da.
0: Last week I spoke to Ben Oakley about the move of his gallery from okay. one part of Greenwich Market to literally just round the corner. Um, And he mentioned that his first solo show was with you, Duncan McAfee. So could you start by telling us, Duncan, the name of the show, when when the show is, and what it is you're
1: going to be adorning the walls with? I'll read out the flyer. <laughs> okay. Oh, <good> <laughs> yeah. No, well the show is called The Ebbing Curve of Forgetfulness. Nice. And it was a it's a it's a it was, I really like the title because it came out of the conversation I had with Ben when he came around the studio. We were talking about my paintings and me being kind of into this into kind of uh well the way I kind of put together bits of things. I, I kind of talk about it like misremembered bits of other paintings that are kind of stuck together. And we were talking about um Russell Hoban's book Ridley Walker and they're kind of uh, the way he talks about this weird mythological uh, belief system that's built out of all these found bits yeah. in a sort of post apocalyptic world they've built this belief system around a, a punch puppet that they've found and a bit of stone from Canterbury Cathedral and a, a pamphlet about a painting and you know but they're all kind of broken and put together a bit wrong its yeah, yeah. and it's quite beautiful about that anyway so then we were talking about that and then he said oh it's like the ebbing the ebbing curve of forgetfulness and he was i can't remember where it came from maybe it was um <laughs> one of the guys from uh, the guys from the klf one of his writings about something anyway i looked it up and it turns out it's the the ebbing house curve of forgetting which is actually a scientific model for the way that memory works and how you lose there's a kind of yeah uh a curve of how you lose memory and how you can kind of work. Anyway, fit, fitted perfectly with what we were talking about. So it's per, yeah, I thought that's it. That's the title for the show. Brilliant. So, yeah, it's called the Ebbing Curve of Forgetfulness. Private Views, 21st Friday, the 21st, from seven, and then the show runs from then. I think it's open Wednesdays to Sundays, and it's open till the 21st of May, so running for a month or so. And that's on two Nelson Arcade uh, in Greenwich, just off the market. Yeah. And what have you got going into the show? Well, it's a, yeah, it's a mix, actually. It's There's a couple of newer, some big paintings I did. Uh, the newest stuff's kind of from last summer, and then a bunch of drawings. And then, yeah, Ben wanted to kind of almost do a little, it's almost like a little uh, retrospective of the nice. last sort of five or six years. Um, I think the oldest stuff is 2017. So there's some of the, the exploding heads, which I think you yeah, saw yeah. first off when you started following me um and i've got some really nice uh a nice new run of prints of those actually which i'm going to stick in the show nice. um, so they'll be available uh beautiful on um on um hannah muller photo rag or whatever it is yeah. and really nicely done what edition are they in uh i think we're going to do them yes yeah, 30 nice but yeah they look beautiful the colors really pop and um I'm kind of excited. I kind of definitely want to keep a view for myself. (laughs) Yeah, it's got to be good if that's what the artist is saying. I've been framing it all myself, you know, float framing, really nice, Nice. you know. I don't know, maybe uh, if this doesn't work out, I can always just go into framing. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird because I I think last time I spoke to you, I just, it was maybe around this time last year, a little bit later. I can't remember. I think it was. I went to have a look to see what number
0: it was, and it was episode. One hundred and seventy six, and it was round about this time. I think
1: it was the first of June. Okay, all right. So a little bit later, it was after not long after I'd done that show up in uh, Suffolk. That's right. Yeah, I kind of straight after that, I was like, right, I need to take some time out, have a little quiet patch, which I kind of did. And I've been doing the Terps Art School, doing the offsite painters course there. And having had a really busy year last year, kind of really uh, decided to sort of focus on the studio and. Be a little bit more occlusive for a few months. Good.
0: Have you finished with Terps?
1: Yeah, I'm finishing my second year now. We've got that's another thing that's coming up actually. We've got the Terps Offsite Painters Show down at Thameside Gallery, you know, oh, um, yeah, nice. on the Warpside Road, down near um, Woolwich Dockyard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a big, big big group show I'll be in that opens the week after the the um, Ben Oakley show on the 27th from 5 oh, to 8 nice. pm. <laughs> Yeah, and I'll, and if, actually, if anyone's interested to come and see that show, I'll be in, invigilating in the space on the 29th of April on the Saturday. So if you fancy a trip down to Woolwich and uh, come and see a show, there's about, I think there's 38 painters in there. Big group show. It's quite a big space. Have you been to the space before? I have, yeah, a few yeah, times. It'll be an interesting show. There'll be something for everyone in there. There's enough people. And if anyone doesn't know the
0: Timside studio area, it's a great, great hub for artists, isn't it?
1: Yeah, there's loads going on down there, and I know Terps has its kind of sculpture school thing down there as well. they yeah. got, uh, they they run that the, the mass program out there as well. Yeah,
0: so I think it's, it's about five hundred artists down there. Something like there's that.
1: There's a lot of stu- yeah, a lot of studios. I know a few people in there. Have you got okay. anything else lined up for the rest of the year? There's a few things going on actually. Um, yeah, having come out of this kind of um, fallow period, suddenly everything started kicking off. Nice. So I've got um, I've done a thing on a, a kind of online thing with this this guy, Greg Rook, it's set up as Blackbird. It's on Super Rare, just like a it's an NFT release basically, and he's putting together an album of artists who make music and do music videos. So I've done a little a song that I wrote a few years ago and I made a little animated music video for uh, it cool. and that's been so i think he's released four to initially and then there'll be another four coming in a month or so yeah. and then eventually there'll be a whole album of them which he will put out on youtube and stuff anyway you can see my little song and animation it's on my instagram or you can go to super rare and then look, search up blackbird and the project's called singing in the dead of night that's a really nice thing and then i'm also going to be in the next art oh, on a postcard auction, which oh, i nice. think you've had is it Gemma Pepe or something? Gemma Pepe. Yeah, she was on your podcast not that long ago. So she, either she or one of her curators, anyway, invited me along to do that. So I'm, I'm going to be part of that from the 18th of April to the 4th of May. I think bidding opens on the 18th of April. And that's in support of um, the War Child charity. Yeah. That's a good cause. Snap up a bargain and contribute to something very worthy. And that's, I think, about it. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, enough, enough to keep me busy for a few weeks, anyway. Yeah, but good. So oh, look, I'm looking forward to seeing you down there on the on the 21st. Then for I the, definitely will be. All right. Be so just
0: as we finish, could you just tell us the title of the show, the dates of the show, and where to find the show?
1: Yeah. So the title of the show is "The Ebbing Curve of Forgetfulness." It's a solo show by me, Duncan McAfee. <laughs> and that is at Ben Oakley Gallery, it's on 2 Nelson Arcade, Greenwich SU10 9JB. Uh, that's just off the market, so you can get there going to the Cutty Sark, the tube station, isn't it? And the Friday, the 21st of uh, April, is the private view from 7pm onwards, and then the show runs from on from then until the 21st of May. Splendid, Duncan.
0: Thank you very yeah. much for your time, and I'll see you most definitely on the 21st.
1: Looking forward to it. I'll uh, put a beer aside for you at least. Thank you very much. Cheers, <laughs> right, Gary. Right, I'll see you on the 21st. See you on 21st. You the 21st. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye.
0: If you've got an exhibition or any other creative project within the arts, or even just want to promote your own artwork, you could do that in podcast form similar to the one you've just listened to. They start at a convenient price point that is comfortable for any artist working on a budget. This podcast itself is created by working artists and we know how important that is. So to find out more information, you can email us on org at gmail.com or on Instagram at ministryofartsorg. Ta-da!